Hey guys, this is the first episode of um, the Film Twitter podcast. Uh, the guest this week is um, Connor, the OG fam. Um, a lot of people, I guess the people who are going to see this, pretty much all of them follow you. Uh, how, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Um, I'm great right now. Okay, so the <laughs> yeah. last time we talked <laughs> was at the Chandler Awards. Yeah. And you won Cinephile, right? That was Yes, the, I did. Yes. Um I'm sorry about the misspelling on that, by the way. <laughs> what did you what did you spell? Did you spell my name wrong? You spelled Cinephile wrong. Cinephile wrong. So I was uh, trying to do fine. it. I thought the meme, like the one that people posted with Bradley Cooper, I thought it was spelled like that. And so yeah. that's why I even put it Honestly, like that. I've, and then... I've seen people spell it like that. Okay, yeah, um, so that's what I kind of was like, going it, for. It works. <laughs> it, honestly, it looks, it looks French, so it's fun. <laughs> it fits. Then, like, I'm sitting there watching it, and uh, one of my friends is like, that's not how you spell cinephile. And I was like, well, okay, I already sent it to him now. I can't. Nah, it's it. great. I got it hanging up on my mantle. Or it's not hanging, <laughs> but sitting. It's great. That's amazing. Okay. I got, I got, I got it. I actually, because you shipped it to my house instead of my apartment yeah. at school, and I got home. My parents like, did you win an award at school? I'm like, I haven't made shit at school yet. I, we just edit shit. I haven't made anything. But, but sure, we'll we'll go with that. Yeah. Anybody ask how I won an award at school? That's great. Okay, so I guess the first question is, when did you like? When you got a Twitter, were you like trying to join film Twitter or did you just kind of realize that there was a, just a group of people who talked about movies and stuff? So I uh, I first got a Twitter in uh, seventh grade when I had an oh, iPod wow. touch. So I took this class in middle school called uh, Pads and Pods that was to teach <laughs> you about iPads and iPods. Uh, and it was this huge deal. Like everybody was trying to get into the class. It was a big uh-huh. deal. And I got in, which is like, that so, sounds so stupid. Uh, so we, I took that class in middle school. This is like when everybody was getting like, the iPad was just becoming big and everybody was just, yeah. iPods were just getting to be like really good. The iPod <laughs> touches, whatever they were called. And yeah. So I took that class. Like, and it started like the day it, uh, that Steve Jobs died. It was very eerie. Oh, shit. <laughs> like we were in class and it was like, oh my God, Steve Jobs is dead. I was like, oh God. <laughs> But anyway, we started this class, and the teacher's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're all gonna make Twitters interact for, with it," and that's how oh, I got wow. on Twitter. Yes, I've been on Twitter for nine years. So, like, does it say that on your account? Like, that's how old your account is. So that's how I. This is like my fifth account because I always lose oh, passwords. Okay. I used to lose a password constantly. Anytime I would get like a new phone or like have to go like get a yeah. new iPod or something like that, I'd lose my password. So I made that one in uh, 2014. Oh wow. Uh, but I didn't start talking about like well, I talk about everything on there, uh, you know, TV shows and sports <laughs> stuff like that. But I didn't start like join anything like that until like it was around the Oscars of uh, twenty seventeen. So like my senior year, it was like around those Oscars when like yeah. was, uh, La La Land and in like Moonlight and yeah, Axel Ridge and all that. And I like, followed that's right around when I followed you. Yeah, I followed you because you kept on tweeting about La La Land, and I was still, I was depressed <laughs> over it. I was like, this guy gets it. So I, I, I followed you, and that was kind of like my first uh, venture into it. And I guess uh, after that, I kind of, I saw like uh, Joe and Vincent and all that. I can't really, it's all starting to kind of blend together now. I guess, yeah, yeah, over the summer, I started following those guys. And then, 
like Kern eventually. I don't even remember when Kern came around. I just, I don't <laughs> know. Like, eventually, I was in a group chat with Kern. The next thing I knew, I was like meeting him in person in DC for 2001. I forgot like, about that. That's yeah, so Kern cool. just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't even remember following him or him following me. He's just kind of there. But uh, so yeah, I just kind of stumbled upon it. And I feel like it's a cool thing about social media as much as like as garbage overall as social media yeah. is in general. Uh, it's it is cool that you can meet people and you yeah. kind of just you, not even really looking for it. You just kind of casually <laughs> stumble on all these people you end up being like cool friends with and stuff like that. So you guys are yeah. like the OGs, but you, you were the first person I followed. <laughs> Actually, See, that's what that like, I remember following. That's kind of what happened with Vincent, too. I remember him DMing me, asking me for people to follow, like who he should follow on Twitter who talk about movies. And, like, yeah. that's so, it's so funny that y'all two are like good friends. And so, like, whenever like, I kind of saw that, I was like, that's kind of cool because, like, they both, I feel like, I remember talking to them both when they weren't too big on tw- on Twitter. And Vincent's now got more followers than I did of my old account. <laughs> Vincent, he's, really he's great. Cool. For he like is. building a, a fan base on it, like a following. Yeah. Uh, but like he, uh, yeah, because like he'll do those threads like that. Like I've never really been interested. I know. In uh, those I just threads. like talking to people. <laughs> Most of my followers, I have like eight hundred and something followers. I used to have a uh-huh. thousand, but like I, I, I have, I'm on, I'm private, so like I, you know, I lose them more than I, than I gain yeah. them. Uh, <laughs> I just never had any interest in like, in like I guess uh, I don't know, like being like having a couple thousand followers i like just being kind of like incognito on there which yeah. is kind of hard to do because i'm kind of an asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've seen you getting like it's like the arguments you've gotten in are very rare like i think you started yeah. arguing with like the release the snyder cut people one time i did i came off a of private <laughs> for that <laughs> yeah because that- I, it was just so many of them like i gotta say something <laughs> so yeah. and after that i was like yeah i'm never going that again because <laughs> just too many people it's ridiculous but uh Whatever. I mean, look. If I was, I, 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 I can't fault their passion. On obviously, it's because uh, <laughs> I'm the same way about stupid other other stuff. So it's it's fine. It yeah, no, back they out. they just take it a little too far. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my next thing was like, um, so obviously one of the reasons I gave you that cinephile award was because when I first started following you, you and Vincent actually both of you were watching movies that I had like never heard of. Yeah. And you know, I I kind of had like no one really got me into movies. It was kind of me on my own watching them. Like I never like really ventured out too far. Um, although some stuff did like interest me, I never like took the time to watch it and stuff until I kind of met. It was like you, Vincent, and Kern like really yeah. got me to watch more stuff. And uh, Vincent introduced me to uh, Criterion actually. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he told me movies to watch on Criterion. So the next question is, what like kind of got you into like how do you how did you find out like about all the movies that you watch? Cause I just, sure. I didn't really have an influence on me. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I think it's just big part of it. It's like, I think the more you get interested in stuff, you kind of like go down like the, like opening Pandora's box and kind of stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, I signed up. So I, I mean, I got in the film at a young age because my grandfather, my grandfather, uh, moved in with us for health issues uh when i was mm-hmm. eight, uh, like eight or nine and lived with us until uh he passed away and uh he so we used to i used to watch old films with him we used to i got oh, the wow. film because of who used to watch old vhs tapes of march brothers films oh, uh, like wow. groucho marx and harper marx so we used to watch those and he was super in the film he's his next door neighbor slash like best friend growing up in canada was norman jewison who went on to be a big director he did uh 
Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, oh gosh, that's awesome. He he was either producer or the director of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Um and I think whatever that movie is with Nicolas Cage and uh I think it's Cher. I think they did one. I I can't remember what it's called. Uh I'll probably get shit for that. But he directed that too. So he directed like a bunch of random, like really good he tried it uh actually he tried it in the heat of the night, I think. Which is oh. yeah. Which wow. is, uh, yeah, I, I, that's, like, that's the really big one. Yeah, he was my grandfather's neighbor uh, as kids, and they were close friends growing up. And so that's how my grandfather kind of got in the film because they grew up together, like watching films. And then, I mean, one of his close friends grew up to be a you know, yeah. director. So that's awesome. Uh, so I think film was always a big deal for my grandfather. And that's how I, I got into it. Um, and then I think as I got older and like in high school and stuff, I've always been fascinated by, um, you know, art in general and so like that. In something like, yeah. Film has, I always like love art and I love history. And film is like the best combination of those two, I feel like. Yeah, film right. has such an, an interesting history. Just just reading up on individual filmmakers or actors and like stuff behind the scenes is yeah. fascinating to me. So I got into that in, in, you know, as I got older through middle school and high school. And then it, as it, uh, it really took off. Uh, so I feel like once you start like reading about that kind of stuff and getting into it, you start like reading about all these different filmmakers and stuff like that. And that's when you start hearing about all these films that you eventually need to watch that are, you know, art house and <laughs> yeah. criterion and stuff like that. Uh, so I, you know, I, I signed up for Filmstruck uh, in like the fall of 2017 uh, because I wanted to, because I, I was tired. First of all, I was tired of spending so much money on movies. <laughs> uh, and then but I wanted to, that's such, had such a insane library of stuff on there and that's where everybody else seemed to be watching stuff. So I, I kind of got yeah. there and started watching <laughs> things uh yeah so i feel like you know you kind of fall down a rabbit hole there on there like because once you watch one thing and then it suggests another thing and then you start like i think there's like lists so i had lists of like different filmmakers uh that i wanted to, to dive into that i had that oh, only yeah. seen a couple of films from so that's kind of how i got into that but then eventually being part of like the community on twitter that we talked about with like you know vincent and kern yeah. are, are always most of the stuff i would watch or i'd you know, <laughs> get from something they'd watch or suggestions from them and then other people on yeah. there what they were watching uh so that's kind of how you got into it and it just kind of i guess it just kind of snowballs from there and then you just yeah. end up watching getting kind of hooked on uh obscure shit i guess uh, to, <laughs> to a certain extent uh i know what you mean it, which is great because uh you know there's lots of I've experienced at school so far, uh, having just finished my first semester, uh, is that uh, it feels very weird saying this. Everybody keeps on saying, like, yeah, I just finished my first semester of like, film school. It's like, oh, so you're, are you technically still a freshman? I'm like, no, I'm like technically a junior, I guess. Like, I've been in college for two years. I'm just now doing something that's like worth yeah, the shit. that you want to do. But, yeah. So, but I, uh, yeah, because most of the kids in there are like 18. Like I'm just out of high school, uh-huh. I'm like they think I'm old, which is stupid. <laughs> Actually, I um, I just started my second semester today of my yeah. film school, and it's um, it's kind of it's funny because you would think that that's the people, the age group that would be in there, but I guess since that school is kind of more focused towards like putting people into like the workforce, like their their biggest thing is getting you on a film set. Like the next yeah. next semester, I'll be able to internship somewhere, hopefully, right, awesome. and like there's there's like i guess there's like five or six 40 something 50 something year old people yeah, for sure in the class yeah. uh, that's just interesting to me like 
Yeah, they were scattered know. across my classes for sure. People that were older, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is cool because I yeah, it, no, it's, it's definitely awesome. different than like other majors or schools yeah. at, like on college campuses because they it, there's going to be uh, older people there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 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 people from everywhere from obviously like eighteen to like mid thirties. Some were yeah. probably maybe pushing in their forties in my classes. So I mean that's cool though because like that's people getting to go back and go to school for Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, there's lots of transfers too. There's a lot of people that were like me that were like into their second or third year of college and uh were had transferred over. Yeah. Cool. A lot of the people I ended up working with on projects and stuff were uh were in kind of similar situations, which was 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 cool because uh you never want to feel like the because people ask you how you got there, and you're like, "Oh, I just transferred in this semester," and they're like, "Oh, well, <laughs> what happened?" And I was like, "Oh, well, a lot of bad shit." <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, back like to what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Uh, I just kind of started watching art house and independent stuff on my own because uh, I feel like you go through like stages of like you you kind of grow into that. Uh, yeah, your 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 level of taste like that I guess uh, grows in that. Even though like people, I think a lot of people like assume once you like get, really get into like art house films stuff like that that uh your taste is you solely like only watch stuff like that which i know like i come across as a pretentious asshole a lot but uh like <laughs> no you i've seen like, your I, takes like, on other movies yeah i i have terrible takes on, on no no you I, don't i, I, <laughs> I, I, I love, do on like, some stuff but i uh i get like but like i still love like uh like even though i like I complain a lot about like disney and shit like that like i still really love uh like there's lots of blockbusters. So I mean, I like I, I just yeah. spent like sim- I know like John Wick's not the quintessential like blockbuster <laughs> that's ruining cinema kind of thing, but like I don't know, like I love that kind of stuff, and I still like I'm yeah. excited for Godzilla because it's it's Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I did not get excited for a bunch of monsters <laughs> like just in this clusterfuck battle. But uh, yeah, yeah I mean, so like, like sometimes blockbusters can still like be exciting, but at the same time, I know that they're because they're like a lot of times they're not trying to be some big art house movie, you know? Yeah. Like the, yeah, like the closest I, one would get is like Blade Runner, where it's like a two hundred million plus dollar budget, but like, for like this really slow burn, make, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get Which a two is hour a big reason movie. why it 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 didn't, yeah. The same thing is for was for the original as there was for twenty forty nine, yeah. where it's just kind of like it's it it's you know you're like oh it's it's a space movie, well, <laughs> not really a space movie, but like it's just set in the future and it seems yeah. cool and it's got a big name star to it. But yeah, for sure. But like, uh, I mean, I enjoyed Endgame. Uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I enjoy. I was kind of disappointed by some parts of it. But like, I still can still enjoy that stuff and still be like, I hate Disney for yeah, exactly. for doing this to us. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but dream. overall, though, like the yeah, it's a great mix of like I feel like so like uh, directors and filmmakers I got in, interested to like on my own, uh, and then like you're, you're part of this community where like everybody else is watching this stuff, and I get a lot of shit from like Vincent and Luke for uh <laughs> for like constantly being suggested stuff and like never watching it. <laughs> Remember last year, they I got like a, on a Hitchcock binge because like a bunch of them were getting ready to leave Filmstruck, uh, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch a bunch yeah. of like his early stuff from like when he was in England, and I uh, uh, so they were kept on suggesting all this great stuff, and I was I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch that tonight, and they'd be like, Nick, two minutes later, like on my new my film thread, like now watching, you know, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> lady vanishes or something like that, and they'd be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I still got stuff on my watch list that I got from like Kern and Vincent specifically, uh. I even made them as like lists on Twitter, like five movies from current and Vincent. And eventually it's going to be like 10 <laughs> movies from current and Vincent and 15. Like, it was going to be like a thing I constantly updated. It was going to like watch one of them a week. And I don't think I, I watched maybe like two of them. And I just kept on getting so much shit that I just deleted the lists. 
So I think we maybe forget. <laughs> I yeah, I so. got my watch list on Letterbox. A lot of them are from Kern and Vincent, and I guess it's like almost a year ago now. I still haven't done any of them. It's just so um, much stuff. Yeah, you get, it's just so much stuff to watch. It's just impossible. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, okay, so like, I'm not sure if it if it was the same way for you, but did you have like that one movie that was kind of art housey, and like once you watched it, you're like, oh, this is the shit I'm into now. Like, because yeah. for me, whenever I was 14 and Birdman came out and, you know, like just everyone around me, like my parents and everyone else kind of hated that because it was like over the top. They felt like, you know, it being yeah. like, shot to be like it's one take and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. I, I just for some reason that felt me like felt like I was up on some pedestal because I was like, this is what I'm into now. I'm watching. Yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. Movie. And then yeah, so I, I, tried to, uh, I rented. 2001 a space odyssey on dvd yeah right after that i think it was like 2015 and i i was like uh i'm gonna love this and then i didn't i didn't end up liking it that much whenever yeah. i was 15 but i went uh i went to a theater last year imax theater and watched that in imax and i i loved it i think that was my favorite theater experience ever yeah and it's just, i feel like for a lot of people have that with 2001 uh, yeah just because it's such a because you it, it, you have those certain movies that get these you know have like these massive like insane like legacies you can't really begin to comprehend yeah and they uh then you finally watch them yeah for sure like and then you and you kind of uh you know you might be a little let down by it just because you you, you go in there expecting like to be like seeing like the face of god or something like that for certain <laughs> yeah. movies because they have such a huge legacy yeah like they're so well 2001 is such a yeah, 2001 is just such a, it's kind of a, a lot to take in. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're, even if you're kind of going into it, like knowing nothing, like, like I, I've shown it to friends uh, back in high school uh, that just because like that really have heard of it and like get like, you know, like, like there's so many like different commercials and movies and TV shows that reference 2001. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. Y- you know that it, like people like that are like not in the movies or, have never seen the film like know that it's referencing that just because it's so iconic <laughs> yeah like the, the uh the music and stuff but uh so like i just would show it to friends in high school uh and like yeah for even like uh it's it's just like even if you go in there like knowing nothing about like this huge legacy that it has it's still a lot to take in yeah uh, just because it it, it's it's is what it is it, it, it i mean like it's it's a lot and it's and it's different and it's uh yeah so yeah for sure like i I think it's a lot of people that you were you mentioned that like you rewatched it last year in IMAX and it changed their whole perspective of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it I like it five a lot stars of people. Now. Yeah, there's a lot of people that were that are like just, that. I feel like, and that's what like a couple of my friends who haven't seen it and are trying to get into more movies like that. I'm like, I'm not sure if it's still playing, but if you ever get the opportunity to watch it in IMAX, do that because yeah. I wish that was the first like experience i had watching it instead of just like on some crappy tv the dvd yeah, version sure. of it like the imax like and that was the thing That's... too is i used to think that not going to the theater had that big of effect like an effect on it because yeah. i used to think oh if i can find it at home you know that's it's just as good but it's then that easy changed to think it. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that changed it completely yeah. it's, it's a lot like, fun to watch movies at home like it's like a totally yeah like, <laughs> yeah that's it, it, what you're used to watching uh it's just the thing about it's I think it's why I get so excited about seeing like classic movies in theaters is because you the most of the movies you'll watch in your lifetime, especially 
like you know obviously classic movies and old movies you're just watching for the first time on a tv uh yeah so like you just it's just naturally like you know that's just how things are yeah. Uh, so yeah i mean like 2001 in, in theaters was was awesome you know i'd seen it several times before i'd ever seen it in theaters uh and it's just really different some, some great yeah movies in theaters didn't you just see dr strange love like last month or something? yeah i saw dr strange love i uh, think that's my favorite kubrick movie and i really yeah. wish i got to see that in theaters that sounds awesome i saw it in theaters uh today's what is it I think it'd be like two weeks today, or I don't know. Like it was like a week or two nice. ago. I, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, so it I was I, I just casually came across it. So I you know I've been <laughs> out of town for like you know four months uh, and really busy with school. Uh, uh-huh. Obviously, and so I've missed a lot. I've missed a lot of movies that I, I would usually have seen in theaters. Like this time last year, I was closing in on like fifty or sixty movies and theaters already which you know it helped working at the the, the cameo yeah yeah the art house theater i worked at because like obviously like i you know, i'm there and i got like i'd go sit on screenings and stuff so that, i mean that helped a lot yeah but, uh, anyway this year this year i'm like way behind that I'm, like i think i just hit like 32 <laughs> yesterday 31 or 32 yesterday which is extremely weird it's like i I'm like repulsed by it because like it makes me <laughs> I, I can't imagine not being in a theater like two or three times a week but anyway i uh yeah so i was online looking at uh there's a, a theater in chapel hill called uh the chelsea uh theater which is another art house theater that's it, it's uh it's been there for like 30 years uh mm-hmm. and i'd never been there before but like i we, we always talk about it at the cameo because it's uh you know it's 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 another small art house theater to kind of compare to and like yeah. keep up with yeah because i feel like when a lot of those smaller theaters really keep up with each other and stay in contact which is cool like like talk to each other about how they're doing what's going on stuff like that so <laughs> i was on their website trying to see because i just missed high life for like two days i didn't get home from school in time <laughs> to see high life at theaters at the cameo and it's like okay but the high life hasn't shown at the chelsea yet so or at least i was pretty sure it hasn't i, I still haven't really figured it out i think it's going there so i'm, I'm still waiting to, to, to watch it uh, oh, you haven't anyway, seen it. I, was on the, I still haven't seen it. I feel like an idiot, but like I, I, I don't want to watch the like. Oh, everybody watched the leak, which like, what's whatever. I, I'm really not worried about that. Like, oh, I didn't really. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. It leaked just, like the day after I went and paid for to watch it in theater. I got yeah. home, and then like the next day, people were talking about it leaked online. And usually, I don't worry about leaks, like because because uh, I mean, I eventually like uh, see that stuff. A lot of people watch the Vox Lux leak because like it just these movies really just a lot of people yeah, just don't get a chance to go Vox see them in theaters. Terrible distribution, and that sucks because yeah. like it would have. It was great, well, and everybody would have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone like there's so many people hadn't seen it, and that's what really sucks. Like that, I, I still don't. I, I'm not. I'm not sure how much you like that movie, but like for me, it's. I still don't see how I didn't get anything like award wise like yeah, I'm not sure. they oddly, pushed like, for I, it. I totally get like the mainstream stuff like i could totally yeah. get like it not doing well at the oscars like that like that makes a million you know that makes total sense those films like that just really don't because they're just kind of too out there and small but it's very odd that it didn't do much on like the uh the indie circuit yeah, awards because because uh, like you know first performer obviously had a massive showing yeah in, uh, in you know the, the small independent awards and the critic circles awards i mean ethan our beloved Ethan won like forty individual awards know, for, man, this, for it. So I, I was really surprised that Vox Lux wasn't kind of in that too because they was such a it was they did a great job of recognizing uh like at least on these smaller award shows last year did a great job of recognizing these films and it was yeah. kind of once I finally saw Vox Lux we were like a month into them it's like the indie awards circuit because that usually starts like early December I was like yeah. this is very odd that it's not getting like any attention yeah, and like but, usually I feel like. 
Well, I guess it's mainly the Oscars. So if it didn't get to there, that then that's understandable. But I feel like a lot of people like no matter what really dig Natalie Portman's performance, like yeah, her getting a nomination for. I mean, well, her last one was for Jackie, I guess. She did really good in that too. But I, I thought she was amazing in Box Lux, and it was like nothing. It's it really, just sucks that uh, yeah, like last year was I feel like it was a really um one of those years where it really sticks out, like like. Because last year was a was a really really great year, especially on, in terms of like independent films. I think that's last, but that's when you when last year was one of those years where it really sticks out to you about how uh, commercial the Oscars are. Oh my! I gosh. mean, things line up a lot of the years. Uh, you know, uh, you know where like the best independent film or uh, that came out the year ends up like Moonlight ends up being yeah uh, getting huge awards recognition. Like yeah. it, there's lots of years where it lines up like that where. Uh, that the stuff, the the small independent stuff that's like should definitely be in like the top ten films of the year, mm-hmm. kind of blow up and make it to that point. Then there's years like last year where like last year was such a great year for independent film, and like almost nothing but blockbusters. And it was nothing Oscars. but really more stuff that you would ex- that that has yeah, that like backing that you would expect stuff. to be like something. Yeah. Something like Vice was you know it was as weird as it is to watch <laughs> when you watch it. Because it's like it, it's like it look. I mean, because it's a biopic, but like it's not. You know what I mean? Like it, it's weird. Yeah. But yeah, like it is look really the, you look at the cast and you look at like it's a quintessential like Oscar kind of movies like that. So I yeah. think it's really and the way they marketed it and stuff too. Like. Yeah. So I think last year's one of those years where you really like realize because like it, a lot of uh, like sites and critics and stuff like that when they were kind of like doing like the end of year wrap ups kind of thing. Usually it's like a very good mix of. Uh, independent stuff and then bigger stuff that 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 makes it you know the yeah the, the, the bigger uh oscar films kind of like there's usually a good mix of them but last year was such an like an overwhelming amount of like people talking about films like uh you know first reformed and and uh burning and stuff like that uh yeah and like they they were like really nowhere to be seen outside of <laughs> outside of that i mean first reformed uh it was you know it, it's great that paul shredder got a nomination but i mean mm-hmm. But then again, like it's it, you know, Ethan's snub, uh, it sucked. But like you know, uh, Willem Dafoe was screwed over yeah, for the Florida Project. Yeah. For his, he didn't get nominated for the Florida Project the previous year for sporting. So they kind of evened back out. That was like I, I was like I was prepared to be super mad because I thought it was going to be like I don't even know who else was probably was going to be like the person that's going to get nominated over yeah. Ethan. And then like oh, but it's Willem Dafoe. And I was like oh okay, well I can't get too upset over that. I feel but, like he should have been nominated and won for the Florida Project. And did you? Yeah, because I think what it, was, was what was it? it was Sam Rockwell the year before. Yeah, so yeah Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell won three billboards. Yeah, so I mean that's just the Academy, but yeah. yeah. Um, but the the Strange Love back to because we're going off the tangent, but uh, yeah, the Strange Love. I, I got to talk about Strange Love because that was so exciting because like yeah, we about getting ahead. to see these movies in theaters. Uh, yes, I saw. I was on the, the Chelsea's website trying to see if there's a couple of things that that were. Uh, I missed it, the cameo that I can maybe catch there because I was kind of bummed out on, on missing them. And I just happened to come across, uh, she had strange love. They were, I, they were, they did like a week long thing, uh, with, uh, UNC. Uh, so if anybody like that, like Beza wouldn't know what UNC is because she's, she's not from America. Yeah. Uh, hi Beza. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> It's a random, but like example, but like, I don't know. Uh, so they, yes, yeah, so like uh, University of North Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. which is in Chapel Hill, where the theater's at, and they, they their film uh, school slash their humanities program uh, was doing a, this week long thing called Summer Cinema School, 
where they would show a different movie picked by a professor or a PhD candidate oh, there, wow. and they would show it at the Chelsea. They kind of had like a little discussion about it afterwards, uh, which was cool. Uh, so they just one guy happened to pick Strange Love, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" So I uh, <laughs> I awesome. signed up for it, and I I, I signed up uh, I signed up for it, and I was like, "This is great! I'm gonna finally get the this is because like, I I I it's the movie I I always kind of go to to say is my favorite film ever because it's I mean I think you have like like five to ten different films you kind of could easily other people could easily say, yeah. uh, but that's the one I always kind of always go back to. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, so I was like, this is great because it was I really. I'd been dying to see it in theaters. Uh, so I, yeah, so I went, I signed up for it and, and went, and it was, it was cool. I mean, it was like, it was like the Chelsea's a very small, they got three screens, but it's a very <laughs> small auditoriums. Uh, they're like, a, it's a very small theater. So I got there uh-huh. and it was, uh, it was, uh, the professor or I forget what it is. If he's a professor or was he, I think he's a PhD candidate. Uh, the UNC humanities lady that was kind of like the host of it alongside with him. And then like, 20 to 20 yeah like 20 to 20 like two or three uh people like over the age of 60 <laughs> and, <then> they, <laughs> and it was cool though because like it was actually a cool experience because we obviously just seeing the movie on the big screen was cool but like it was kind of a cool experience to see it with people who saw the, the movie in theaters because most of them yeah. had seen it in theaters or had seen it or, or you know were alive when it came out and yeah, understood that the 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 stuff that was going around, you know, on around that time, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of them brought up like in the discussion afterwards, like the Cuban Missile Crisis and stuff like that. Because like, yeah, all, I mean, yeah. it's like Strange Love of '64. So like, all that, like, the the threat of being like blown up by a nuclear weapon was like very <laughs> real for these people because they were all like young. They were all like, you know, in like grade school or maybe some of them were in middle school at the time. Yeah. Uh, and so like, yeah, I mean, these people were like these. They were like, they remember having to watch like that turtle uh like public service announcement like turtle that used to used to screen a like <laughs> 60 millimeter film in the classroom of uh you know what duck and cover get under your desk like all of them talked about remembering that stuff and then how that like watching a movie like that that's awesome uh, made them feel the time so it was a cool experience yeah, and then some i got the cool. i tweeted about it uh i some i was in there with my kubrick shirt on like a jackass and uh <laughs> somebody had a, a question about the making of the movie or something like that and uh the professor uh he he uh it was like and i'm trying to like shit on the professor because like it was actually it's a really it was a really like hard <laughs> question to answer because like it's, unless you like specifically like spent time reading about like the making of dr strange love mm-hmm. uh you you just wouldn't answer and we're like i have because i have nothing better to do so it's like <laughs> i kind of know the answer to that and then i was like i spoke for like five minutes and i felt like such an asshole and i got nothing like no keep going <laughs> like I feel so. It was fun. It was cool. I got to talk about Kubrick to a bunch of sixty-year-old people. Yeah, I bet. That, I but, mean, talking about yeah. anything you love is always fun. Yeah, it's so cool because I'm. Cool. I mean, I I come across as uh, I uh, I come across as like not like I, I sometimes I feel like an asshole on Twitter, but like I come across <laughs> as like not shy on Twitter, which I guess is a lot easier because like you're talking to like-minded people with like you guys and we're my yeah. friends and like that. Uh, it's it's easier because like you're not saying different person. I'm actually a very quiet in person. Um, you know, if it was three or four years ago, I would have never, I would have never, uh, beyond this this uh podcast stuff right now because like I, I'd be too scared <laughs> to get in here and talk. But yeah, I, so it's uh, it's it's I'm very quiet. Like keep to myself. So anytime I get to be around people that are uh, I can like like get that kind of stuff when when you yeah. get to talk about something you love. It's it's really it's it's exciting. So. 
yeah, that yeah. was I got to see Strange Love in theaters, and that was that was really really <laughs> cool. Awesome. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like <clears throat> like in I guess in high school I had my group of friends, you know, but it really matters if someone like knows or is able to talk about the same stuff that I love, then I can be a lot more open. But like at, yeah, at sure. my film school right now, I, I like there's not even really time to talk, so it feels weird, you know, like the Chandler Awards and like jumping around like. Hyped yeah. up like some animal and then when i'm actually out <laughs> with people though i'm yeah. like really calm um but yeah i know exactly what you mean but it's a lot more fun whenever you can talk about it to someone yeah else. for sure yeah and school yeah like you said school school's super busy like i because we're constantly doing stuff and I, yeah 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 when I, I yeah i i got to like the the end towards the end of the semester and like First, I, I was talking to, to somebody about, uh, I think we were talking about uh, Agnes Varda had just passed away. And we were talking about some of her films because uh, the kid I was talking to um, mm-hmm. was a big fan of hers. And we were talking about it. And I was like, and we, had a, we talked for like 20 minutes and it was a really nice conversation. And I was like, excuse me. And at the end, I realized, I was like, wow, like. I was when I got when I got here. I, I mean, he shared the same, same sentiment. Like when we, when you got to get there, like you're expecting like constantly be talking about the, uh, uh-huh. movies and stuff with people. But really, yeah. just there's so much going on with between. I wrote like you know a paper a week, so like that, which doesn't seem like a lot, but uh, <laughs> in hindsight, but like I was constantly between my production classes or yeah that kind of stuff. Like I was yeah, so like you never. You're at school with all these people that like have the same interest in you, but you never get to talk about these things with them. You're constantly doing schoolwork. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's like I think you've tweeted about it before too. Um, people who are like uh, I don't even know exactly how to word this. Um, you mentioned someone. I, I think you said like on one of your first days of your film class, and like no one yeah. knew who it was. So you get is like usually a bunch of people who like really like movies, but they haven't seen that many movies. Like yeah. uh, my in my film class, they the teacher asked on like the second day um, if anyone knew who David Fincher was, and it was mm. me and one other person raised yeah. their hand. And like, if you're at film school and you don't know who like David Fincher is, because like because uh, Fincher, you know, is is you know he's he's big, he's 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 huge yeah. deal now, and like yeah. like that. So like yeah, then you're like you start getting worried for people. I guess <laughs> I know. like oh no, and then, like, like I'm like, like I don't know about talking to those people i'm like i'm not sure who i should try to go talk to like that yeah. i would even know like watch the same stuff um yeah for sure i it was like that my first day too and like it's but it, you know and i was like i don't know like i i, I was i tried not to be judgmental about it but i feel like i did i probably went on a yeah, rant I, I was like i was already like super nervous so I yeah like, i was like oh my god like i felt like so uh nervous going in there and then like all these people were talking i think it was like a 10 minute discussion about uh bird box because it was like <laughs> two weeks into january it's so, like everybody had watched that like during over Christmas yeah break. yeah and i was like i don't know what to think right now because like i spent only, i spent like a year like building up to like this this idea of like what was gonna be and like i expected there'd be people in there that but but honestly it, it ended up being really cool watching people because you got like people you know you had people that uh that had were kind of like in the more mainstream stuff, I hadn't really seen a lot of like, yeah, film art films like, like art house films or independent films or really like like classic films. Uh, and then you had people, uh, there was a guy in my class I talked to, the, the guy that talked about Agnes Varda, who like 
was incredibly nice, but like I was like intimidating, intimidating as hell. <laughs> he was like, he he was like current level with with, with some stuff. <laughs> it was like he already had a film degree and stuff like that. So like he was, he, but he was cool. I think, but it's interesting to watch people. Uh, um, it was really cool to watch people like grow in in their tastes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like watching like their reactions to different films we watched. Uh, because some people came in on the first day, it's like I never even heard of Citizen Kane. I was like, I was like, I felt oh terrible God. because I was like, I was first off, I was shocked because like I feel like anybody, everybody just heard of Citizen Kane in general. Yeah, like, yeah. Five, my five soon to be six year old goddaughter knows what Citizen Kane is just from like <laughs> paying attention to being around like adults yeah. and shit. Uh, so I was like, but it was you know at first I was like. At first, I, I was like, I don't know how to feel about any of, any of this. Like, how could how could somebody like that <laughs> like that doesn't know a lot of like these films be at school? But then, like, yeah. it was really cool to watch them like watch these films and react to them. And also, like, they then once you talk to them, like, then I felt like an asshole for like having conflicted feelings because like they all <laughs> end up being really nice people. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's cool. It's a cool experience. Like, a lot of people, um, you know, I feel very lucky to. To, and you probably feel the same way to be able to uh, go to school for that because it, it, it yeah, not only you getting definitely. to do something that you love and learn about something you love because like you go to school for like thirteen years like and yeah where you even go off to college where and it's just shit that you don't care about and then, like exactly. you get the chance to go off and do something like that and then like meet exciting people like it's definitely uh it means it's definitely cool and people that have different tastes like that or different levels of you know of mm-hmm. knowledge of these things I mean I. I was very uh yeah I, I was cool to look back on it at like after like four months four or five months and and seeing you know, from the first day of class to the last day of class how other people in the class had grown but also how like i'd gotten to know them and like uh you know learn from other people so which was really cool so i mean I, i'm very thankful i get to do that for like another yeah. two two and a half years so. <laughs> yeah i feel the same way um Okay, so I got a couple more things. Uh, I'm not sure which one to go to next. I'm just going to go to this one because it's the most fun, and me and you have bonded over this a lot. Okay, so yeah. I don't even have a question. I just have Ethan Hawke written down. So I guess <laughs> I'm going to go to, um, uh, I think I've asked you this before, favorite performance, favorite um, Ethan Hawke performance. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's easy to say something like, because like, I mean, because like, I first performed, uh, which was a big deal for me last year. But I, honestly, it's, yeah. I think it would always be, uh, uh, I, I remember the, the first, the movie, the earliest Ethan, like movie I remember watching, like distinctly remember like Ethan Hawke in, like that I remember well enough to, because uh, I'm assuming as a kid I'd seen him on stuff on like HBO or whatever. Uh, yeah. But, like I remember distinctly watching was, was Gattaca, which you talked oh, you yeah. talked about on Twitter recently was Gattaca. Yeah, you I watched just it in my freshman year it. biology class. Yeah, that's the one uh, I watched it. And everybody's watched it in freshman it. biology. We've all got this like this Ethan Hawke, yeah. and Uma Thurman, and uh, Jude Law connection. Yeah, uh, we watched it in biology over like two like two different. We watched we had like class on like Monday and Wednesday in there, and we watched it over like the course of like two days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it was what. It did great. Yeah, I love it's like. Uh, I really like his love performance in Gattaca, but I, I think it's always going to be uh, the the before trilogy, just because yeah, like that's a, like you, even like no matter what he about. no matter what he does, uh, you because know, like I when I think of even like last year like watching, uh, watching first reform, mm-hmm. uh, you're still like you, you kind of get lost in the in the film, but then even then you're still like it's just Jesse. <laughs> 
like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that yeah. no matter what he does, he's had such a, an interesting career and has, has done played lots of different roles. And uh, I think just naturally, you're always gonna. I mean, I just have a deep connection to those films, and you, uh, you do too. We're both yeah. huge fans of, of the Before trilogy. Uh, so, like, yeah, it's always gonna be that. And he, he's very, it's very, and those the link like link later did with 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 him and Julie was and Ethan mm-hmm. was they did such a work so uh closely together on on those yeah. films they uh they you know those characters very much reflect their personalities too yeah uh you know it's very much like I me mean, even if anybody's he's ever watched like Ethan Hunt uh give interviews or uh, um, that, that used to be like my person. therapy like I just loved yeah. watching him talk He's so yeah, interesting I, to listen to. He is an extremely interesting person, extremely nice. But like they're very yeah. like you, you see like they're very much the, those their uh, those characters reflect their personalities in a lot of ways. Like you're kind of watching Ethan Hawke play like this this uh, <laughs> version of himself. So I think that's also yeah. part of it too. So yeah, there'd probably always be the four trilogy. Uh, you know, if he just him as Jesse, because uh, I mean, it's just it's I think that's like the quintessential role for him and you know like i said you know, personal connections to to those films yeah no so. definitely um i think mine specifically i mean i definitely agree with you but mine specifically whenever i try to think about the best acting i've seen him do is the final scene in before midnight when like mm-hmm. jesse finally kind of like breaks and you know has that yeah. whole little monologue uh about him having you know giving real love or whatever like that yeah that whole scene is even thinking about it gives me chills his like his yeah. the way he delivers that is so perfect but uh I, the same thing i really loved him and like i just loved the whole character of reverend taller like that that yeah. just like was so much fun and um that movie yeah, was very on brand for like my taste and stuff too like yes I just that's exactly the, how yeah, it was it just was very uh <laughs> the, the anticipation of that because i just loved the, the just the trailer alone i don't know i, I became obsessed with yeah. the trailer uh and constantly seeing it at, at the cameo was because we played the trailer for that for like three months <laughs> uh we kept that going because i mean like and like i, I made the joke like, i think i uh i said i think i said it to cole uh we were talking about uh distributors or something like that uh mm-hmm. and I, I was like yeah it's just that time of the year there's a lot of good stuff coming out uh I mean, it's been kind of a, a weird year so far, but there's just stuff coming out yeah. that's, that's good. Uh, the souvenir, which a couple of people uh, uh, seen on Twitter, I think Kern, Caleb, and uh, Nicole have seen it, and it looks great. I really, I just saw the trailer for that again uh, the other day when I went to see Cleo uh, from five to seven at the Alamo. But like that's coming out. Um, Last Black Man in San Francisco uh, is is coming out, and then uh, I forget the name of. Uh, I think it's the farewell, the one with Aquafina that. Uh, about her her family and her, her grandmother uh oh yeah I, yeah, yeah it's coming out so it's just yeah. that time of year where like a24 just starts like <laughs> being like taking over like yeah. the cameo as i as I, I think i said it to him like it just they, they start paying the bills a24 <laughs> does so we would constantly anytime i you go to the cameo odds are you're gonna see an a24 trailer uh in the 10 minutes before the movie starts so we played the first reform trailer forever and i just got so used to watching it over and over again i came like obsessed with it like I, if i was done like uh, closing the curtains, like because we had like individual curtains uh, in the upstairs theater. It, it's <laughs> weird to explain, but like they curtains <laughs> the place. Like I'd go upstairs to do the curtains, and uh, I would just stand up there in the back and watch it, uh, just for just to watch the trailer. Because uh, I, I don't know, I became obsessed with the trailer, and I was just really yeah. excited for it. So I, that was, uh, I was, yeah. So I just had huge expectations for that, and then when I finally saw it, 
I think I've told I've probably told you this story. And I probably said it a couple times on Twitter, but like the first time I watched it was on a Saturday night upstairs in our upstairs auditorium, which holds like forty people. Oh, actually, I actually haven't heard that. Yeah, so the first time I watched it was up was upstairs. Uh, it was Saturday, <laughs> and it was the, like the eight o'clock show. It was the last showing of the day because uh, mm-hmm. we go from like one to, to like eight on on Saturday. <laughs> and I was I, I went up there to watch it, uh, and it was sold out, which was which was great. I got super yeah. just excited for them to be sold out. Any any great show there because uh, it's usually just like. 10 old couples like sitting in movies <laughs> like that it, which is fine but like it, i was excited because it was, it, was, it was a wide range of ages of like kids from like in high school like going to see yeah. it up until like i guess like they were ethan hawk stands that's what i like to think because <laughs> like nobody's going so. like so like when we show like lady bird or i and i haven't been by to see book smart yet it's funny mm-hmm. now uh it's a lot of younger people, which is cool to, to see. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, it's mostly I'm just seeing the same old people <laughs> over and over again. Which I think they're all incredibly nice. So, like, not to complain about them, but like, uh, so yeah. So there was like young like kids, like I guess on dates or whatever in there, which is which is cool up until like people <laughs> in their twenties and thirties, and then like all the way up to like sixty. So it was, I like, wish I went on a date to go see First Reform. First Reform, that's something. Like, I hope it was like, if it was like somebody you've been together with for like six months or a year, like it's, you know, whatever, it's cool. Like that's the first date. I don't know where you kind of go from that. Oh yeah, no, uh, not the first date. That probably be, um, like hey, I, so like I yeah, you're a big, you're a big fan Barbara. of this. Yeah, you big fan of the dude that wrapped himself in Barbara. Yeah, he's like my favorite <laughs> actor. Uh, but I saw it. I went upstairs to watch it, and it was sold out. So I had to watch it. We have like a little bar in the back, which is not like it really like. We sell alcohol like downstairs. Like it's like it's like a when I mean bar, like it's got like like these nice stools that you can sit at. Like yeah. it's almost like a balcony kind of thing upstairs in the back. So I had to sit back there. So it was just like I got like perfectly centered and so like that. It was great. So I was like, <laughs> like I was like watching it from the balcony of like a church or something like that. So it was cool. So I was watching it back there. Uh, I was on the bar all by myself, and I was I watched it, and I remember it. So the the end came around it was the whole thing was an extremely uh, insane experience it was almost yeah. like a, it sounds cheesy and cliche let's say like a and corny but it's like a religious experience you know <laughs> the stupid pun the like, really, like that yeah pun. yeah it was a great like it's just like, when those kind of films it, uh, for me it, personally uh uh it kind of like i said it's very much i very much into like a slow burn like yeah, yeah film like that but also uh for me like i have uh, growing up i grew up to i spent 13 years at a, at a, Christ, a private christian school yeah uh, which you know i no, no, nobody ever went to school with will listen to this but, uh, and not that it's not <laughs> something i said anyway uh-huh. but like uh you know i had a lot of great friends from there and i i i've loved a lot of the people there but like in just i've always like i like resent the idea of like a private christian school because it's such like a you guys can imagine it's it's not a it's it's a it's a it's a kind of a messed up place and it's so yeah, it's kind of pretentious and stuff like that uh you know i'm sure but anyway like yeah so that between that and like i've always had conflicting feelings about like religion and stuff like that so watching mm-hmm. a movie like that on top of like i grew up like super anxious still am extremely anxious obviously uh you guys see my tweets uh <laughs> and so like uh growing up i was always like worried about like the end of the world and shit yeah uh, one of my earliest memories yeah. is like my mom like asking I was like at the doctor for like a kindergarten checkup. Mom's like, by the way, should a five year old be like obsessed with like what's gonna happen today in the world? And she's like, No, they shouldn't be. That's like one of the earliest things I remember, which is ridiculous. So this movie but anyway, was so made for you. This movie like kinda yeah, kinda hit a lot of stuff on the nose for me because like I was always been, like, conflicted about like religions like that. And then also like uh as a kid I was actually I was I was 
like I thought the world's gonna get blown up. Now I'm like, oh, the world's <laughs> just gonna explode itself because we're yeah. destroying it. So yeah, it was a really definitely like a, uh, an interesting experience uh, watching that film. So, I, but I watched it upstairs and I was like, I, I was head over heels because I, I was so excited for it and ended up living up to my expectations, which is like a, the best feeling in the world. Like spend yeah, like six months definitely. like excited over a movie and then like have it actually live up to yeah. that. Uh, I feel like that's kind of rare, like yeah, now, for sure. especially because yeah. like so many movies are getting like, well, I don't know, like marketing, like them showing stuff or changing kind of the the theme of the movie or like you know how it feels, mm-hmm. and then watching it in theaters and it doesn't feel anything like the trailers and stuff. Yeah, to meet expectations. My sure. my thing with First Reformed actually was uh, I the first time I watched it, I gave it like three and a half stars because yeah. I really really liked it. Um, but the ending kind of was a little off-putting for yeah, me at first. For and sure. So, and that's, that, yeah, continue. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, that, that was just what it was. It's like the ending was off-putting, and I was like, oh, man, come on. They really could have, you know, knocked it out of the park or whatever. And then yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. days went by, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And, like, it just yeah. stayed in my mind. There's nothing I could do to stop it. And so I looked up, like, Paul Schrader talking about it and him talking about the reasoning to do the ending the way he did. Yeah, and for stuff, sure. And, and just like that, I was like, man, I got to rewatch this. And so it was like less than a week later, I was rewatching it because I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I was like, five stars. Like, I loved everything yeah. about it that time. There's nothing I would change about that movie. I, I just absolutely love it. And it was just, I've had a, a few people that I've recommended it to said they've had to go back and rewatch it. And they're like, not like it the first time, but then really like it the second time they watch yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's definitely like the very definition of a film like that, where yeah. you have to watch it a couple times. But uh, it's funny because like, it's always the ending. It's, it's the ending, like you said, it was for you that the, the first time you watched it was the ending kind of yeah. uh, puts you off a little bit. So like, that's like the so like my the funny thing about that story is like the story about me being up there watching it for the first time was like it was like it was it really interesting like people were like really into it the entire time which is great because like you, it's super annoying when people talk in the movie uh yeah. especially like if you're like really into that movie excited about that movie but also like uh, uh like working there uh kind of like i got so used to like i'm like oh wait, i have to be the one that tells them to be, tell people to be quiet now like usually like you just in a theater like you're not used to it. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not like you're watching the movie. Like, you're like I hope this person be is quiet. And shut <laughs> yeah, up now. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything because, like, then like uh-huh. I don't want to get like I don't know what's gonna happen. I, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I would always be like, oh, I remember, like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to tell them to be quiet because I, 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 I work here. <laughs> uh, so like I, I don't know. Like, like any so now, like anytime I get a, I'm at a movie theater, uh, people like are talking or like the screens not properly uh formatted like that i get like super annoyed but anyway <laughs> i was sitting there and people like were so into it which was great like they weren't talking about the movie uh they were just like they were just completely quiet i mean, which yeah. I mean like they were just they were just fascinated by it i guess and then the end came around and like uh you know and then you know people come people like gasp and you know when you know <laughs> you see what you're doing like wrapping barbed wire around himself yeah, uh, you know, spoiler alert! If you haven't watched this movie in the past year, I hope they have. If they follow, I would hope us, so. I really hope they. Have. If you've made it this far into our discussions <laughs> about it, really, if you've made it like this far into the podcast, you, you yeah, it's on you if you haven't watched it. Uh, the uh, but we uh, yeah, so like they, they people reacted to that obviously, and then so he, uh, and then the ending happens and the they embrace and uh, and the camera starts swirling around them and yeah. it just ends. Yeah. Yeah. And like so, like people are dead silent, but it cuts to black so abruptly, which is not an unusual thing. It happens in movies all yeah, the time yeah. when they just cut the black and it just ends. But 
it's very unusual for the amount of time that passes between the cut to black and then the, the, the credits starting. Yes, it is. I noticed it's that. It's very unusual. It, it's like it – ha- I never counted it, but it's got to be like pushing 20 to 30 seconds. Yeah, it's, and it's a long time. So recently before that, um, one of the projectors had messed up towards the end of a, of a, of a movie. Uh, a breaker had flipped off, something like that, or, or I forget something. Something had switched off, and so mm-hmm. it just it cut. They stopped. They cut the black. So, you know, I was watching the movie, and I was like, so like, oh my god, <laughs> this is like insane how this ended. And then after like ten seconds, I was like, the credits aren't coming up. And then like, I jumped up out of my seat, like, oh no, like that wasn't <laughs> that. It didn't just end. Like that was uh, the, the breaker went off again because it was that same yeah. projector. It was the upstairs projector. Oh my god. So I started to dart out there to like to, to run in there and see what happened. And then it's like uh, whatever comes up first, I guess, uh, written and directed by uh, yeah. Paul Schrader, what comes up. Uh, and I was like, so. oh, okay. Or did, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so I like, started to sit back down, like hope nobody noticed me, like about to like start this dash out the door. And like, and then like people just, that's when they finally reacted. And like, it was such like a, a bunch of like, I I was like, somebody asked me, because I tell the story, I told the story to the, uh, to a professor recently because we were talking about he was talking because i had my my cameo shirt on one day uh, after class and we were meeting about uh one of my projects and he was like talking about how he grew up working at a theater and, and when he was my age so we were just kind of like exchanging stories about that and i told him about this story because we were talking about first reform and i told him about that and he's like how did you feel about people's reactions because it was a lot of um like nervous like anxious laughter <laughs> and like a lot, of, a lot of like what the fuck was that kind of yeah. comments like that like i don't think like over like i was like i, I like part of me would like be kind of be like upset at the idea of like a laugh like but like they weren't laughing at the movie or like laughing yeah. or saying like what the fuck was that in terms of, like that was terrible like their reactions <laughs> was like <laughs> very specifically to like the last 10 minutes of the movie and then especially yeah. that last like the ending because the ending is like they start making out pretty much <laughs> which is like yeah i didn't see that coming yeah. I don't know. It's always interesting because, like, at first I was like, they don't understand it. Like, they're, these people are <laughs> not appreciating this movie I just really love. And, like, and they go home and tweet about constantly for the next year. Uh, and then I got in the car and I was like, like oh, you know what? I I didn't understand people being like <laughs> the nervous laughter of. Uh, yeah. There's like, I keep thinking about this. Uh, there's a gif or whatever uh, from Deep of uh, Julie Louise Drivis. Uh, I probably butchered that. Uh, no, not. it's her like nervously saying like laughing yes. and, like what the fuck yeah you know talking about? so that's what i think about that's exactly probably now. what it was that's, yeah that's exactly that I, people reacted exactly that way like people on dates and stuff were like yeah oh I'm my sure. god like and then like yeah so i was like i it was like but it was funny watching the those reactions from like my perch in the back uh <laughs> but I always, so i always think it's funny is is, is that uh I, I did. I thought the projector had fucked up. Yeah, I, I no, I probably would, to, I mean, I would have thought the same yeah. thing if that one had messed up before, too. I was like, and oh my like, God, what a, ter- what a terrible <laughs> part to mess up at. Because, like, it, what, what yeah. just happened? Like, it, you know, it, does he go up and blow up the church or whatever? Like, what's going on? And, uh, yeah. uh, and then it just, then it was just like, oh, okay. Then the, the instant relief of, of, uh, of seeing the fact that the projector had not fucked up and then yeah, but... people's reactions to it i was like oh this is just so that's my my interesting first reform story that's that is actually really... probably not that interesting but no it, what... it was it was 
if you movie, love first reform you will love that story <laughs> that movie actually um i guess i'll talk about it for just a second my uh my mom like i kind of the same thing uh with you how you kind of grew up in a christian school i didn't grow up in like a christian school but you know i went to church and stuff with my parents like growing up yeah and so like uh i made my mom watch first reform and so like we had We've had so many discussions about that movie because of like, you know, pretty much what he's fighting against and how he goes to the yeah. pastor and they they have their whole argument and stuff. I think that might be that's probably my favorite scene in the movie whenever yeah. they're going back and forth about it. And I just there's just so much about that movie that you can just talk about constantly. And sure. I guess especially how relevant it is today, because, I mean, that's actually happening. And I'm sure there are people who are going crazy over it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just that that movie in general i see like my favorite movies of last year were that and vox lux even though i didn't see vox lux till this year going back and forth in them i I keep trading it in and out but you know whenever i think about them individually i like i'm like oh i I love that one or i love that one but first reform so good and they both cover uh you know you know pressing topics for our, our society today honestly which is uh it kind of make for like an interesting double feature. Actually. Yeah, I was thinking that because like they, watching they, them back to back would be fun. Because they both cover these. Yeah, they both be you know covering the the environment and uh, you know environment in these big companies and and, and how yeah. ch- the movie a lot of like an underrated part of the movie is that how churches kind of play in that because like yeah you see that the church that funds like has given him his second chance to run this the, the, the smaller church uh mm-hmm. gets money from this this massive corporation that's like destroying, yeah. helping destroy the earth so that it covers a lot of different interesting topics that are being harvested today and then you have box lux with the uh, you know uh obviously the the the, the, the big thing there was the the, 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 the shooting at the beginning yeah, and uh the trauma that comes from that yeah uh, and that kind of like and, shapes the whole movie from there yeah, and a lot I mean, of people. That's, that's where they stop liking it. A lot of people say that that once that first scene happens, that's when they knew they weren't going to like it. And for yeah. me, it was kind of the opposite. I, I was like, "Oh, so they're going to go this deep and dark into this?" Like, I, I was yeah. not expecting it to go that path. So that's like immediately that plus Willem Dafoe narrating it. I didn't know he was narrating it before oh I started. God, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, him this narrating is like something house. like that." Yeah, for I sure. Like him <laughs> narrating this these the events that happen. You know yeah. from. The, the, the school to uh you know as she goes to the hospital like that is insane yeah. but it's uh you know the, the thing that vox lux is you know because the trailer obviously only shows uh and it just it's just a great job it did this with the trailer only shows stuff from the, the latter half of the film which just yeah really it doesn't, onward, it doesn't show a lot the last like 45 minutes of the film yeah yeah it, it, you you know you see none of that at all yeah uh and it takes up, you know, probably it takes up half the film, if not a couple minutes more. Uh, than I half. think it's like uh, actually split in half. Um, is it perfectly like, in half? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's. I think the yeah. movie's like an hour and fifty something minutes, and I timed it one time, like right whenever, right whenever it switches, like right after she does that music video or whatever. Yeah. Right then, it's like the exact same time on oh, both wow. sides. Maybe off That's by like awesome. a couple minutes, but yeah. I thought yeah, that would. Really cool. I'd love that though if it's like if it's down the middle like that. But yeah, like yeah. there's so much that movie you don't see. Yeah. Uh, but the average, you know, the 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 plot summaries stuff like that uh, for, for the film were uh, had had mentioned, uh, you know, her and her sister uh, go through a, a traumatic event uh, <laughs> yeah. at, at some at a young age, 
uh, that kind of inspires the rest of the film. So like you're watching the film and like, okay, so it is going to cover them as a younger age. Cause like, obviously, like I said, you, you don't see any of that. You, you, you yeah. watch that trailer, you think, okay, the entire movie is going to be Natalie Portman, Jude <laughs> Law. Uh, and it's not obviously. So like, and you're watching the beginning and you're like, I'm like, it started. I'm like, I wonder what the tragic event is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's more obvious now. I felt kind of stupid afterwards because I, that should have been super obvious that, that, that that's what the event would be was, was this school shooting and when it happens yeah. like you well, as soon as you're at school like immediately like your stomach sinks because like you know what's yeah. coming yeah and the movie doesn't like it doesn't always like that's such a a, a thing like it's a it's a nightmarish thing and like it's, it's such yeah, a it's a scary thing that happens in our society now uh you and it's yeah i mean you, i remember watching the sandy hook stuff on the on the the news mm-hmm. i mean i was in middle school i remember just like you don't see you see the coverage and you see the the footage of the families in the like the parking lots after yeah, it happened yeah. and embracing the children. It, it, that's kind of stuff. But I don't know how that's not like ingrained in anybody's brains at this point. Like at like <laughs> just right now, I guess that's just how like it just happens so often now. Uh, yeah. It's just like it, you just it's like it's it's just in your head. And so like watching the the way the film depicts it is cause, like I remember uh, the only like it was such a big deal. Everybody used to watch the American Horror Story. Uh huh. I think the first season, yeah, the first season, that is, yeah. The, has I think the season finale is is that dude goes and shoots up that school. Yeah, but like it doesn't really like you see him walking through the hall and stuff like that, and you see yeah. stuff different things like that depicted in films and television shows, which you never really mm-hmm. see it. Like they always kind of cut away from it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas that, this, that one's Box like really Lux, hard to watch. Box yeah, Lux Box, too. Box definitely Lux. like. Yeah, it, it, when he like, it straight up teacher, shows it. Yeah. When you shoot yeah. the teacher, like that's the first thing they show. Like that, first of all, I jumped because it was so loud. It is extremely loud. loud. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, okay, that's what's happening." Yeah. And then, yeah, it just it gives you a whole really like sick feeling, like the rest that you see in there. And I, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Like, I remember my last depicted um, like that. Yeah, yeah, my last few, I guess the last few months of uh, senior year, I was like like all those school shootings, it felt like they were happening over and over and over, like in such a short period of time. And I yeah. remember just being scared, like going to school, like, because like no one yeah. ever expects it to happen at their own school. And so I'm like, D- some person could walk in here right now. And that's, that's terrifying. It's and a so, terrifying like, thing. Yeah. yeah. And so and I feel like putting that in there. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's the, it's, I, I don't know how any, really anybody, uh, doesn't have a uh, kind of an anxious thought about yeah. that at some point at, yeah, at any, it, it just now going to school. Um, yeah. I, I, it's, I, I mean, I just think it's impossible. Yeah. I totally relate to that, uh, to that, that, that feeling. And I think, I, I think, I, I think it'd be extremely hard to find somebody that, that hasn't, that doesn't relate to, to feeling like that afterwards. Uh, yeah. At seeing the stuff, it just, it, it just feels like it's going to happen. You know, it's, it, and it's extremely easy to walk onto a, a, a school campus, you know, it, yeah, which I know. Is just like, really creepy. My school, my high school, is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> we pretty much had a family dollar on our campus because, like, it was a small town and like things led <laughs> into each other. And like, yeah, pretty much like the family dollar was pretty much on campus. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like that stuff could could, yeah. could happen. Like, and then, like, even, like if the if the family dollar was getting robbed, like, technically the school would be like, you know, under lockdowns like that. So, like, yeah. it's just it's definitely scary. But like the film, uh, the but those two films. Uh, you know, they, those those are you know, the climate change and big businesses, kind of like you know, and stuff like that. And then uh, you know, Box Lutz deals with with you know, obviously the, the, the school shooting, and then uh, 
you know, it, the nine eleven is another a big point in that the film. Yeah, it, um, is, it is. I think that the film says that both her and uh, uh, Jesus, the girl's name in the film, Natalie Portman, so Celeste, was it? Yeah, Celeste. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think there in Defoe saying it like makes it a million times more like bone chilling. Was like, <laughs> it is, yeah. His she's like, he's like, so uh, her, her like witnessing her her manager and her sisters like nighttime encounter i think he said and yeah then, that's exactly like happening true. at the same time as like 9-11 like both her and the nation lost their innocence at the same time yeah uh the, Gosh, the film covers that <laughs> yeah the film covers that and obviously it. yeah it does i remember <laughs> I, I think i was going through the film again the other day because I, I was trying to remember a scene from it and i just happened to i was scrolling through it and i happened to stop on that that part where he says that <laughs> it, it is yeah for sure like you get kind of chills, but like the film, yeah. yeah I mean, the, the film has like two separate shootings in it because you have what happens at the beach later. Uh, so it covers you know, that you know extensively, but also like celebrity too, and how like that that plays into mm-hmm. it. So both these films That's- cover, yeah, serious like issues that are like, hugely prominent in in yeah. our society today. So like, uh, and they both came out in, in the same year, which is interesting. Like, really. <laughs> really interesting like it's it's insane that and i think that's i think i think it's not a coincidence that a lot of people that really dug uh because it's the obvious they're both really great films like it, it's hard not to like really great films mm-hmm. but i think a lot of people had similar feelings to both of them so because they, they i mean they're, they're they're kind of similar in a way because they they do yeah cover and for one they're you know they're kind of a character study uh, because yeah, they, they're doing the people that are doing with the influences of these things going on around them and their their own personal feelings and they're both kind of both yeah. a meltdown obviously but then they both cover uh you know serious issues in, in our society today so yeah you know it's not get super depressing during our, our, our discussion <laughs> about movies and our love for Ethan Hawke but yeah no I think it's yeah I mean those movies just they they uh I think, but I think anytime you you watch a, a movie that you really love and it, 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 you think is great and like you become a big fan of, I think uh, having that extra level of depth to it adds yeah, to it. You know, it, it uh, does. That's like it, one of my favorite things yeah. about Box Lux is it. It kind of de- like disguises itself as like you're watching a celebrity and it kind of feels like you're just watching yeah. what you know fame is taking the toll on her life in a way but then you don't find yeah. out until like those last couple of minutes that you've kind of been watching an entirely different story yeah, that's like one sure. of my favorite twists ever and that was the thing is they both they both tackle those like serious issues that are happening right now and they're both character studies in a way but like at the same time they all both like have like almost a spiritual level to them too for sure like there's a little bit yeah. of like you know it just checks off a lot of different boxes that does, just makes yeah. it like a movie you can get kind of lost in yeah. and have to watch a million times over to, to catch different things. <laughs> yeah, those are, my, first... I think those are my most viewed movies on Letterboxd right now. <laughs> Vox Lux. Which is great. Form. You've watched like Vox Lux like five times. <laughs> yeah, and fantastic. For, like, first I, have... I think I think my most watched movies, I've, I got a couple at three on, on there, like uh, mm-hmm. Strange Love and like The Shining, like that. And then like randomly like Infinity War in there. A lot of people give me That's a shit. I saw, in, I saw Infinity War three times in theaters, which now <laughs> it seems like a, a why. And I still like Infinity War a lot, but like it's such a. Uh, it, first of all, it's, it's long. Like I know, like oh, now you look at Endgame, and like Endgame's like twenty five minutes longer, or yeah. maybe, probably maybe even longer than that. Uh, 
and but like I saw it twice. I mean, like I think like naturally you see like something like you're gonna see a big Avengers movie twice in theaters, just like naturally. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I but I saw I went so I went twice in like a week and a half. Uh, which I feel like is usually what I wait for. Like I wait like a week and a half to rewatch something like that in, in theaters for maybe like two weeks. Uh, but then I like, I was like one day, uh, and it was just like three or four days after I had my wisdom teeth out too. It's like I was in rough shape. <laughs> but I was like, I, I don't, I feel like I should see this in IMAX because like then my, I, I don't know. Like I was like, I feel like an asshole. For like, uh, twenty years from now, but like, I didn't, I, I didn't see uh, the what was felt like the biggest movie ever. Uh, at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in IMAX, and I'm a jackass for it, and like I'm something I'm some great regret I'm gonna have later in my life, which is stupid. But, so like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch it in IMAX. Like I, I rolled up and like on my painkillers, and obviously did not drive high on painkillers. Like I rolled up like uh, with my ice pack. I was in much better shape than I was like four or five days before that. Like I, I rolled up with my my ice pack and like wrapped around my head, my face <laughs> swollen, like my jaw, like my facial covered like I, I bruised up really really bad i looked like i really i looked like i've been like a, a three days long like the old tiny boxing matches like yeah in barns, like the 1800s yeah. we used to fight for like four days straight till something died i looked like that as i rolled up and i, I rolled up like, i'm gonna see this in imax and it hurt to watch it in imax because like the, the, the vibrations like my, <laughs> my, my face my, my teeth like shaking it it was like saying like that's terrible this was a bad idea and then like, everybody's like did you go home and like, that's how i because i went to the Deadpool double feature later. <laughs> I was like, nah, I went to, I saw it for like seven and a half hours in a movie theater with like a low level fever. And cause like, I guess like people get fevers after they get their wisdom teeth out for some yeah. reason. Uh, so I was like, it's like, oh yeah, that was fun. Like, uh, sitting through, you know, end game for you know, infinity war for like three hours. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to go watch a Deadpool double feature. <laughs> that sounds so, fun. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had done something like that. Um, yeah, I just wish I hadn't been like, I, t- I, I pushed back my surgery uh, for uh, uh, my uh, wisdom teeth surgery by like a week because we, we had just opened uh, Isle of Dogs at the theater uh-huh. and uh, it was really busy and I wanted to be there for that because I was super excited to be there <laughs> for like this movie that everybody would be coming out to see because like everybody loves Wes Anderson. There's yeah. so many cool people I met that coming in the theater that came in just for Isle of Dogs because uh, I think we were... <laughs> I think we were one of the first years in North Carolina to get it. Uh, so I, I was like, I'm going to irresponsibly push back my surgery by a week. <laughs> you know, looking like I had just gone through like, you know, yeah. three days worth of boxing or whatever. Hey guys, that was the end of the first half of this episode. The second half will be coming soon, so just stay tuned. Thank you.